You're tuned into the Authentic Podcast, where we explore the transformative power of embracing the reality of Jesus Christ. As we embark on this journey together, we will navigate the depths of faith and discover the profound impact that Jesus has on our spiritual walk. In this space, you will find real and inspiring conversations about faith and how as a believer we should navigate the kingdom reality. We are excited that you are part of an adventure where authenticity and faith intersect. Welcome to the Authentic Podcast. Let's dive in. pleasure and the opportunity all week to enjoy our morning munch and i'm telling you it has been a lot of fun christian seer from 85 praise ministry christian good morning good morning <laughs> oh, i'm gonna tell you you're gonna get down with the morning munch today and we're all just gonna cry ourselves a river because we'll be done oh <laughs> man me i i feel that i really do chris <laughs> Uh, so Christian from 85 Frames Ministry and uh, from Pennsylvania, dude, what do you have for us this morning? Your fourth of four words that have been downloaded this week and you were commanded, not just uh, asked, but commanded to launch to all of us. What do you have? Amen. Yeah. Good morning, everyone out there listening. What a blessing it has been to talk with you, the saints, the royal priesthood, uh, the heirs of the throne and friends of Jesus. Uh, this week, being on the Morning Munch, it has filled me with so much joy. Um, it equally fulfills me as it does sadden me that my assignment with you is over after today. Uh, but I came here to represent Christ and give that fourth word, and that's what I'm going to do. So the Holy Spirit downloaded four words, one for each day from Tuesday to Friday to lay on the hearts of those that were listening. The underlying theme for each one of those words is freedom. Tuesday, we discussed freedom from fear of man. Wednesday, we discussed freedom from immorality and lust. Yesterday, we discussed freedom from a distracted or carnal mind. And today, we will discuss freedom from a spirit of performance. There is a line of thinking that we have to be good enough for Jesus to accept us, that we have to look a certain way, talk a certain way, and act a certain way before going to him. Some even think that they are too unlovable, unacceptable, and unworthy to ever be considered by Jesus. This line of thinking is influenced by the demonic spirit of performance, and it's completely false. Religion will tell you what car to drive, what to wear to church, how many Hail Marys to say, and how many hours of service you must give. But a relationship with Jesus Christ looks like following his Holy Spirit wherever he leads. Not a formula and not always a pattern. Just surrender. You cannot obtain or earn any more love from the Father. Can you earn more favor? That's a topic for another time. But for love, he fully and perfectly loves you as his own creation and the one he sent his only son to die for. I was in the book of John and the Holy Spirit started to draw parallels and connect dots to this topic. He wants me to share the father's heart on who he says his children are. He is specifically highlighting the words called, chosen, and key holders. Uh, John 6.65 reads, This is the reason why I have told you that no one can come to me unless it has been granted him. That is, unless he is enabled to do so by the Father. 
The Father is the one who prepared our hearts and enabled us to receive his son, Jesus. We didn't have to clean up our act, look a certain way, or do enough good for us to be considered. The fact is, we first have to be called by the Father to even be enabled to accept the Son. This is the importance as believers to recognize the role you play in every human interaction you encounter. Every person is at a different point in their walk or lack thereof. That's why we have to lean on the Holy Spirit to help discern our role as either planters, waterers, or harvesters in the life of those we encounter. Unless you receive a word of knowledge or vision, you will most likely not know how or where they are uh, in the process of being called to Jesus. And Jesus says this in John 15, 16, you have not chosen me, but I have chosen you, and I have appointed and placed and purposefully planted you so that you would go and bear fruit and keep on bearing, and that your fruit will remain and be lasting, so that whatever you ask of the Father in my name as my representative, he may give to you. Once called by God, we are chosen by Jesus. Our role is to receive. We must receive Jesus' death and resurrection for the forgiveness of our sins. You could never perform good enough to earn the gift of salvation, righteousness, and grace. The ticket for admission to heaven, it's perfection. And apart from Jesus, none of us have that ticket. So stop trying to earn it and simply receive. You may not like the reality that you are living in, but the reality is Jesus died for you. Should you accept him? Your sins are forgiven, and he calls you a son or a daughter of God. You would do a great disservice to Jesus and his completed works on the cross by not fully receiving his precious gift. In John 14, 6, Jesus tells us, I am the only way to God and the real truth and the real life. No one comes to the Father but through me. Once called by God and chosen by Jesus, you can access the Father. Ephesians 2.13 puts it like this, But now at this very moment in Christ Jesus, you who were once so very far away from God have been brought near by the blood of Christ. Not only does the Father want to be glorified through His Son, Jesus, He wants to be glorified through you. If all glory goes to God, that means none of it is yours, and we are only giving back to Him what was rightfully His in the first place. The Father wants His children to know Him. He doesn't want a single one to perish. This is why it was never based on your performance. It is based on His love for you. He is the one who initiated it. He called you into this world and knit you together in your mother's womb. He sent his son to be crucified to atone for your sins. So when he looks at the cross, he sees Jesus. And or when, he, when he looks at the cross, he sees you. And when he looks at you, he sees Jesus. It was the father who tore the veil and brought you near and gave you access to him. Now that we have been called and chosen, what are we to do? Repent from the spirit of performance that has plagued the church and act on what Hebrews 4.16 tells us to do. 
let us with privilege approach the throne of grace. That is the throne of God's gracious favor with confidence and without fear so that we may receive mercy for our failures and find his amazing grace to help in time of need an appropriate blessing coming just at the right moment. I offer you my final statements before a moment of prayer and discussion. In Christ, you become a key holder. The Bible talks a lot about keys, the key of David, key of wisdom, key of the bottomless pit, keys of the kingdom, keys of death. And the Bible talks a lot about doors as well. Some doors won't open unless you have the right key to unlock it. And those doors are accessible to those who hold the keys. The father is eager to establish his kingdom on earth and you are the key he has chosen to accomplish that through. He never wanted to be separated from his creation. Do you think he enjoyed kicking Adam out of the garden? Through the second Adam, Jesus, he created a door that accesses a restored and right standing relationship with him. But we need to unlock that in our lives. We need to boldly and confidently go to the throne of grace and partner with God to unlock our new life that is only hidden in Christ. You did nothing to earn his love or grace. It was undeserved. God called you. Jesus chose you. And now you have access. So for a moment of prayer, Father, I thank you that you aren't a formula or a boring routine we need to follow. I thank you that you aren't like other false gods who make us work for an unassured salvation. You paid the price. You paved the way. You did all of the heavy lifting and gave us an unfair advantage through the removal of the penalty of sin and the restoration of a right relationship with you. So Father, I break all lies of the enemy that have whispered into the ears of those listening I bind that spirit of performance in their lives that makes them try to earn their spot in heaven. And Jesus, I thank you that you have prepared a room for them. And I declare all of those listening free in Jesus' mighty name. Amen and amen. Amen. <laughs> amen. Oh, our final time. Oh. It's bittersweet. Yes, dude, you're going to be missed. 85 Frames Ministries, where you can find more about Christian Seer. We have had him this entire week. And uh, so incredibly grateful for you being outstanding. You know what, Christian? We've had you all week. You pray. Can we pray for you before cutting you loose? Oh, my. Absolutely. Father, we thank you for Christian for the ministry that you pulled him to. And Father, if, uh, you know what? If there really is something in the name, we thank you for Christian and the work that you pulled him to. And Father, we thank you for doing your thing. And we speak a forward-thinking faith with Christian that everything that you do with him continues to be new. And every day when the sun comes up, that there's a, something fresh, there's something brand new that you've given to him. And Father, we thank you again that every minute that he spent with us this past week, that you're gonna bless him twice as much as the moments we've had. And Father, we thank you again for blessing Christian, being with him, touching his ministry, and doing you. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen. Wow. Thank you so much for that. Oh my gosh, dude. Thank you. Have a great upcoming weekend. Excited to catch up with you again sometime later and to, uh, you know, kind of find out how your ministry continues to move forward. Amen. Thank you guys so much for the opportunity. Thanks, Christian. Thank you. See you soon. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Ah, good guy.
Yeah. It is 741. All right, Christian. Yes, Chris. There's such a sense of peace and um, fulfillment. It does feel as if the mission, the assignment has been released and is over, um, at least for that mission. But it is, wow, what a blessing. What a blessing that was. It's good to be prayed over. It's good to pray over others. It's good to receive edification. And um, not that we seek man's opinion, because then we'd be a slave to man. Paul loves to talk about that. Um, and it's only the Father's opinion that matters. But it is nice uh, to receive encouraging words for life to be spoken into your own life. And that's the importance of speaking life and death. I touched on that a little bit yesterday. Um, it takes a lot of positive, happy thoughts, if you will, to take over the negative thoughts that's going on in our mind, that's in our head. And that's why it's important to speak life because one negative thought, one negative statement, one negative gesture, and that person's day could be centered on that. And you want them to center on Christ, whether it is your children, your spouse, your co-workers, your friends, a stranger in the street, your boss, it doesn't matter who it is. Speak life. Allow them to center on Christ. Maybe they don't know Christ yet, but be that example. Share what he has done for you. Center your, center your own heart on Jesus Christ to help others center theirs. Like I said, it's from the inside out. And there's a passage of scripture. It says like a city on the hill cannot be hidden. Uh, you don't put a lamp underneath a basket. Like you are a light. You are formerly, you are formerly darkness and you are now light. You can't hide light where light is darkness has to flee. It has to flee. So remember that as you walk around, your light and darkness has to flee. And the biggest thing here is our eyes, our ears, our mouth, all, even our mind, all gates. You need to be that gate holder and say, hey, this cannot pass through the gate. Oh, this is good. This can pass through the gate. You need to protect your eyes, your ears, your mouth, your mind, hold every thought captive uh, speak life, not death. And what you look at, what you focus your eyes on, these eyes, they're a lamp unto your body. If you're focusing on darkness, your body is going to be filled with great darkness. If you're focusing on light, on the heavenly things, on Jesus centering your heart on him, your body is going to be filled with light. Filled. So as a chosen race, a royal priesthood, saints, sons, daughters, friends, heirs of the throne, masterpieces, and new creations, I just want to call you blessed 
in the name of Jesus. I am so honored, so privileged to be able to share with you. And uh, yeah, Jesus loves you. God loves you. The Holy Spirit, man, he's right alongside of you, comforting you and empowering you through everything that you do. I uh, encourage you to start speaking with the Holy Spirit a little bit more. Allow him to lead you. And even if it's something silly, you're a free person. Nothing in this world matters unless it is for God. So why not give it a try? Why not see if that silly thing that you think is just your thought or some random thought or the pizza you had last night or whatever, what if that was the Holy Spirit speaking to you and you just missed an opportunity for God to be glorified through you? Mm. Let's not miss those opportunities, guys. Let's step out in faith, unashamedly, boldly, proclaiming what he has done for you by the power of the blood and the word of our testimony. Come on, I'm going to start preaching. I got I got to get off, but go and just be an encouragement to somebody, anybody, everybody, including yourself. Go spend time with the Lord and saturate yourself in his goodness uh, so you can carry that Holy Ghost around with you wherever you go, as you already do. Um, and just smack people with it uh, in a good way, in a loving way, always. If it's not done in love, uh, it's not done at all, not done right at all. Um, so yeah, call you blessed in the name of Jesus. Have a great day. Have a great weekend. Stay safe, safe travels. And uh, yeah, receive Jesus's full completed works on the cross. Don't cut them short. Don't box up God. In Jesus' name, love you guys. Amen.